0: Box
1: Box cutter. Box cutter. Box Hello and welcome to Box Cutters, episode fifty-two. Time for a nap. My name's Josh.
2: Now, before you go on, Josh, we yes, uh, we just had a call from Carl Stefanovic before. Yes, and he heard what you had to say about Bindi's face last week. Right, and he said that you're un-Australian, <sighs> and he went to town on you. Basically, not, not on well, not on will, The Current Affair. He was editorialising. I
1: will refer Carl Stefanovic to the letters in today's Grand Guide. Get a load of them, Carl. <laughs> That's what people think of you. That voice is to my left, and it's Mr Ross McQueen. Hey, hey. And to my right, Mr Brett Cropley.
2: Good evening, viewers. What a hysterical week of television. Not hysterical as in funny, just hysterical television. It's just
0: been awful. With uh, the fiftieth anniversary celebrations,
1: well, they, they haven't partly that. I mean, Ch- Channel Seven have announced that they're spending something like 100 hundred billion dollars on their uh, live broadcast on Sunday night. Three-hour extravaganza, yes.
2: And to get us warmed up, they're replaying some of the crap they played us last year.
1: Yeah, when it was it was fifty years of television then as well. Was it only?
0: Was has it already been a year?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, hmm. well, we've been around for a year. That's right? why we
2: started Box yeah. Colours, remember? It was the 50th year and we said it we really s- should so do something. so
0: was not.
1: <laughs> but really it was the forty. Yeah, I know, because it was the 49th year. Is that what you mean?
0: No. Right. We wouldn't, we wouldn't rely on populist freaking crap like that to, <laughs> to invent a podcast show.
1: But it, it has been a bizarre week on television. There's, it
2: has. It's, it's been hysterical and hard to sit through.
1: Yes. Uh, but it's the hysteria that keeps me there. Really? Yeah, yeah, cuz I'm I'm actually literally hysterical and uh... and kind of can't move.
0: Right. Are we covering right. this in more depth later in the show? Because I, I'm not sure exactly what you guys have been watching. Okay, I, think, I, I, I think... haven't seen a lot of TV this week.
2: Oh, you've been lucky. I th- a lot of it will get covered. Yes. At least, at least with okay. what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, and and for me, I've, I, I don't know. Anyway, why don't we talk about?
0: <laughs> Are we looking at a 40 minute pork segment?
1: <laughs> we were. We were to start <laughs> the with... whole show's pork. <laughs> I said to Ross, "What have you got for the show?" He's gone pretty much pork. Loves you know pork.
0: what I love about pork? What? It's just so unstructured. <laughs>
1: That's, I, I like that
2: too And we get to the end And it just all falls apart And the wheels fall off And Josh is trying to keep us together But
1: To know Josh.
0: About. Josh freaking starts doing the outro While neither of us are listening
1: Between now and pork We've got some new shows uh, Got a little bit of quotes mm-hmm. We've assigned two minutes for it really I, That's a I bit too long I <laughs> uh, Some I don't buy them I don't buy them I don't buy several mm. I don't buy some mm-hmm. I don't buy them at a bulk discount rate. Uh, talk about environmental issue- issues. Talk about September the 11th. Mm. That was a date earlier this oh, that's week. That's
0: a one. I thought that, that, I thought that was S1L. I was uh, I, I,
2: yeah, I, I wrote your running order a little hastily, yeah. but I did do it on a nice big piece of paper for you.
0: You did. So, so you that did. You can see but I, I your... think there's a distinct lack of love there. <laughs> lack of love. Oh, what have I done, Ross? At
1: least you can read it with your old man cataracts. <laughs> Uh we're also going to talk about some ratings but to kick things off here's the box cutter's news And now for the news Naomi Robson,
2: oh that poor girl,
1: has been ordered to leave Indonesia after arriving in Indonesia with a tourist's passport, she was held uh, in her hotel room, not allowed to leave, needing special permission to do pretty much anything because the Indonesian authorities went, mm, she's here for a holiday and so is her entire crew and they've got all of their gear with them and... I think they're planning on doing work.
2: Who would have thought poor Naomi would be overseas and get mistaken for a journalist. I mean <laughs> when she when she's in Australia she tries to be a journalist and she gets mistaken for a
0: tourist. <laughs> well the giveaway on that is the makeup Van that that follows her
2: around, right. but um, was that following her in Indonesia?
0: But apparently, it, well, yes, it had just been unloaded from the barge that they sent over before. Um, but the the thing about it was the Indonesian authorities didn't actually just pick up up on it themselves; they were tipped off by anonymous sources. Oh, really? And in fact, just before coming in tonight, I saw a little teaser for uh, today tonight, and uh, saying we'll tell you about the real story of Naomi up in Indonesia and why some other news bodies didn't want you to see it. Oh. Well, so, you- so they're inferring that, that basically their current affair has put them in.
1: Oh. Oh, see, I, I, I don't buy that. I really, I really buy that uh, they thought that if they were going to Indonesia with a work visa saying that they were going to do some journalism... They wouldn't get in.
0: Well, there's, there's difficulties with that because the Indonesian government doesn't actually want journalists... No, they don't. ...foreign journalists coming in and, and reporting from there, especially not from the Papuan uh, province. And and-, uh, and and in the main, foreign journalists get knocked backed for actually getting a legit visa.
1: Mm. Uh, the uh, uh, the uh, Foreign Affairs Department spokesman for Indonesia said, we have evidence that they were conducting journalistic activities. You know what I think... But it's today, tonight. (laughs) Does not realise that it was just about how people can stay thin in Indonesia?
0: But it's strange, because Naomi's not a reporter. So why was she actually out there with the crew? Well, you know what did I mean? It was the desk. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I, I think she's trying to change her image. I think that that she's a bit tired of people saying, oh, she's just a pretty face and and nobody giving her the respect that she demands. I think after
1: last week's khaki shirt incident, she's really throwing anything at the wall to try to get her respectability (laughs) up. uh, She's a bit scared of everybody in the world throwing the word bone around.
0: I liked uh, (laughs) this line from Peter Meakin who declined to comment on reports that the crew was chasing a story about cannibals. Um... After he got asked if the crew was going to film a cannibal boy. Ooh. He said he didn't want to jeopardise the story.
1: I think I've read about that in <laughs> Weekly World News. Cannibal boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. So, the big question, who's hosting today, tonight, tonight? Uh, somebody that I hadn't seen. Terry? I watched it enough. Terry Willisey? Uh, no, as a chick. <laughs> um, probably early 30s.
1: Right. Right. A woman, a Caucasian to... woman in her early 30s <laughs> was seen hosting Today Tonight.
0: They were going to go with
2: Mike Willisie, but they couldn't get him to the pub early. Enough. <laughs> he, he's been banned. That's he's enough on that banned. story. He's been banned. Okay. Hey, uh, Josh, without getting, giving anything away, Rockstar Super Panova, it's all finished, hasn't it?
1: It, it all finished uh, earlier, well, early on, on Thursday our time. I've managed to get to this particular recording without finding out who won, mm-hmm. because I want to get home quickly and, uh, and find out.
2: Well, I hate to tell you, I'm going to have to spill it who won. The original Supernova, <gasps> the original band, beat the newly formed no. rock star Supernova
0: in the court ruling. Kind no, of. Uh, kind of? Kind of. Well, the the uh, judge, district judge John Houston, ruled today that his on, court hang order hang does not apply to and the CFS. And Houston's father?
1: <laughs> yes. Is now a judge Yeah Well right. it has
0: been forever um, It does not He was born a judge It does not <laughs> apply to the CBS Network's reality show Rockstar Super Pinova. So it's only once the show is all over They're not allowed to go out and tour on that name But the show is all over And they're,
2: they've announced their winner And they're about to release a CD But that also which means Which they all can't do They can't do any of that And they've, they've Well got they, a big,
0: can. they can name it whatever they want yeah, but <laughs> put P in there. They, they
2: could, they can finally take they our, call it our farmyard advice. farmyard chickens. No, one know, no one's going to know what's going on. But what it no, means, no, but that is, sounds
1: like a band that I'd, I'd want to know about.
0: <laughs> but what it means is that the original Supernova don't have any legal recourse against the producers for having the program called Supernova.
2: Yep. yeah. Okay. Uh, I, s- I still think it's a problem for the band. I think that they'd wanna, they'd want to they'd want to start trading on it straight away, unless they call themselves it's a TV Rockstar. Show name. Unless they call themselves Rockstar
1: Supernova,
0: you've no got one. Rockstar Games, which should have the trademark on that. Ah, yeah, so there, I think they're in trouble. There's a
1: whole world of trouble. Yeah, uh, I call them Tommy Lee and the Monkeys. I was watching, <laughs> I was watching uh, Supernova last night and thought, hmm, maybe Awesome Nova,
2: Awesome Nova, because
1: they do say the word Awesome a hell of a lot. Ah. so maybe. Awesome Nova.
0: Awesome Nova. I wonder if they're not allowed to use a name that sounds like it. Like if they just dropped the
1: e. Uh, Supernova.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the, the, one of the original BitTorrent sites was Supernova. S U P R N O V A. That's that's true.
1: That's yeah. true. Or or maybe if they just took our uh, our idea and called them pending.
2: Pending. <laughs> I, I actually wanted to ask you too about this. There was Oh, maybe it's better for pork.
1: Save it for pork. With
2: the Australian guy, with what he had written on his chest.
1: Evs, okay, with pork. Pork. I'll I'll meet That's... you. I'll meet you in pork. Okay. Brett Coming
0: back to Australia, uh, Yana Vent is joining Channel Seven. <laughs> Just ten days after walking out of <laughs> Channel Nine with a million-dollar really payout, she will she's not, appear. She's she will on appear channel on Sunday on Seven's big-budget show to celebrate the fiftieth anniversary of TV. Uh, She's co-hosting a segment with Sydney newsreader Ian Ross. Um, I assume they're going to do it in kind of half-hour blocks, kind of from what they're saying here. Um, It's believed Seven will be speaking to event after involvement in about involvement in other shows uh, once the night's over.
1: Yeah, Mm, Dancing with the Stars. Ooh, Dancing with the Jernos. That I'd like to see. Singing with the Stars.
0: I don't think she could be a big enough tool to build (laughs) Daryl's shoes.
2: No, no, not hosting.
1: Oh, as yeah, she's fifty. What Yana Vent? Yana Vent, who's been on television for at least twenty-five years,
2: Missed, missed the point. Just because she's 50 doesn't mean she can't go on Dancing with the Stars, Brett.
0: Oh, as a dancer? Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the, the young sidekick <laughs> role. You thought she was going to be Sonia Kruger. Yeah. I, I, think
2: think, I think that's
1: taken. Uh, yeah, I don't think she's blokey enough.
0: Well, you know, if Yana wanted it, I'm sure they'd give it to her. <laughs>
1: Really? You're well, no. You're on no, set and- because I think
0: that she, <laughs> I don't think that she would want it because I think she's intelligent enough to know that that as as a, a bimbo type character she's <laughs> past it, but as an intelligent, right. admirable so, woman, uh, she's celeb. fantastic and she should stay on TV forever until she dies. And I want to see, Survivor I want to see the televisation <laughs> of them pulling the plug. Celeb Survivor too? She could be in that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why would Why <laughs> Maybe, know, maybe if, it, if it was Jermaine Greer I could see her doing
1: it Maybe Channel 7 Sent Naomi Robson To Indonesia With the wrong Sort of visa uh, Hoping That someone would You know Maybe put some cocaine In her pocket Or something Yeah And uh, And she'd get Arrested doubly yeah. And then Yana Could take over Today tonight
0: same situation. Yana's too intelligent to take on a role like that because it's clearly not current affairs. And if you wanted to be a news person, then she would want to be a news person and not do a piece of crap like that.
1: Right, right. And <laughs> I said, "Hey, bad
0: uh, diets and cannibal boys."
1: <laughs> hey Ross, you've uh, you've got some news about yeah. ABC in the states.
2: I do. They are going to put a lot of their hit shows up on the internet the day after they screen in Ooh. America on the ABC website, which I assume is abc.com. <gasps> cool. uh, so, can we download? Well, I'm presuming that we can't. I haven't tried it no, as we, yet. we won't but be
1: able to because we're in Australia. But if we go through Brett's special back door The Cloak. Yes
2: yes Brett's, Brett's special fancy i believe yes. it was called <laughs> <laughs> Brett's special fancy uh but yeah abc is going to put up the next day episodes of lost desperate housewife grey's anatomy 6 degrees which is the uh which it's, is the newy from Zingo, who did s- lost uh ugly betty abrams abrams and uh the nine which Pretty, pretty decent work of show. That's it's like The
1: Nine was a show about people with their hair on fire. <laughs>
2: yes, that's one. <laughs> yes. on.
1: uh, it's it's interesting that you say that, Ross, because I've got an article here from Sydney Morning Herald mm-hmm. that says uh, NBC, and not ABC, oh, okay. is going to be doing that. So, essentially, what this is going to mean Does is that... Does that list the shows? Uh, let's have a look. No, it says ABC Last Fall was the first network to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then that network said Wednesday it would resume free streaming with the shows that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. CBS uh, owned by Viacom is doing it through Google Video. Uh, And no, no, it doesn't. Oh, hang on. Yes, it does. Uh, Network said it would air the first four episodes of its new comedies, 30 Rock and 20 Good Years, and the first eight episodes of its new dramas, Kidnapped, Friday Mm -hmm. Night Lights and Mm -hmm. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Wow. And Heroes. Okay. Okay. Uh, which I, it's all very interesting. Yeah, I think.
2: yeah. Of course, Channel Nine's already doing that. It's been uh, streaming episodes of McLeod's Daughters the day after they go to air, and they're waiting, hoping that someone downloads one at some yeah, point. I've, yeah,
1: I still don't understand that because do they not realise that the target demographic of McLeod's Daughters is not the target demographic of of what happens on the internet? Net users.
2: Yes, exactly. And even if uh, even if it was that. Uh, that sort of demographic, it it is the demographic that tends to stay home to watch McLeod's Daughters. Yes, so, so they don't need it anyway.
1: No, mm. it was a really weird decision.
2: It was. It was. Hey, uh, speaking of the internet and television, Battlestar Galactica is going to. Uh, it's going to put up ten web episodes or webisodes that uh, apparently bridge the gap between series two and series three.
1: Are these going to be free downloads?
2: They are. They're going to be from the Sci-Fi Channel's website. Okay, but apparently they also aren't uh, aren't gettable. Here, without Brett's special, special fancy. Uh, sounds like a biscuit. <laughs> they are available on BitTorrent, although uh, my source, who gave me this, uh, this little nugget of information, has seen the first two. Yes. And says it doesn't have any of the show's stars and doesn't have any of the show's budget. <laughs> and it's pretty much just people in a room. Uh, it's uh,
1: yeah, so cheap, it's cheap, so,
2: cheap, nasty crossover. So it's
1: not going to be important for the for people who have seen series two of Battlestar mm-hmm. and want, want to, to see series three. I think it's for the diehard fans, and right. so that's sounds
0: a bit like that, that project uh, in between uh, um, Matrix films, yeah, yeah, or uh. But or, they, were, they were kind of various animations in, in, yeah. in distinctly different styles. Yeah, or the Prelude to
2: Lost, which was on the... Uh, the Prelude to 24, which was... Mobile phone. Yeah, and I was on the DVD as well, I think. Yeah. The 20-minute thing, which was just an ad for a car.
1: Yes. So It was a good ad for a car.
2: As far as car ads go. But
1: that did have Jack Bauer and uh, the girl who is, you know, the the one... Person who has maintained her role in Twenty Four. Yes, yes. At uh, at Ctu. Yes.
0: Speaking of Twenty Four, mm. James Cromwell has become the latest actor to join the cast. Uh, mm. James Cromwell. Who? We last saw him on uh, Australian TV screens, I believe, on Six Foot Under as George. Mm.
2: He's also Farmer Hoggett from uh, Babe.
1: Right. You'd know him.
0: Okay. Yeah, you would definitely know him. Um, He's going to be playing. uh, But I don't
1: have to invite him to my birthday. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know him that well. No. Okay. Good.
0: He'll have the recurring role as Jack Bauer's estranged father, Philip Bauer. Um, mm-hmm. Also signed up for Series 6 is Eddie Izzard Ooh, as the ooh. villain Who will play the villainous accomplice of one of Jack's enemies Do you think he's been typecast? Do you, do you think it's just because people have a natural hatred for transvestites That he <laughs> yeah. plays these characters really <laughs> no, well? No, I
1: think it's because people now have a natural hatred for Eddie Izzard After the last show that he produced in Australia
0: <laughs> last stand-up show?
1: The last stand-up show Was, was bad. it bad? I love this stand-up The fir- yeah, so, so did everybody who went to the concert hall before the show Mm. After the show, and was blowing, he drunk? Blowing seventy bucks? No, he just had nothing written. Oh, nothing written.
0: But Ross Noble does that.
1: No, he doesn't, Brett. <laughs> he does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> if you think Ross Noble's stuff is not written, then you're way more naive than I ever thought you
2: were. Uh, does uh, is Eddie going to be wearing a dress on twenty four?
0: It doesn't say here, but I doubt it. Uh. That, that he was in the like good. the new Avengers wasn't he? Was the one of the Yes, Avengers. he's been yeah, he in he'll a probably, lot of stuff. And, he'll probably wear another leather jumpsuit. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> he he oh, he was also in that excellent superhero film with X-Men? No, no, excellenter. Uh with Ben Stiller and Oh, yes. What was that yeah, called? all the kind of loser superheroes. Yeah, heroes. the loser superheroes.
2: Yeah. Mm, can't think of it. Hey, uh also uh Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, one of them's also Signed up for 24. Either Harold or Kumar. Right. Just, uh, Cal can't. Penn, that would be. Possibly.
1: Yep. Does Does that mean that uh, there's going to be a whole lot of Burger King sponsorship? in? Uh... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've also got Peter McNichol from Ellen Beal. I don't care, Brett. Alexander Siddig from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. You know what I want to know oh. about, Brett? What do you want to know about?
1: I want to know about David Letterman.
0: Well, we, we don't actually get to know anything about David Letterman. Any we more. do
1: if you tell us.
0: David Letterman is reportedly on the verge of signing a new deal that would keep him up late to host the late show for four more years. Uh, the terms are apparently very similar to his current deal, which is thirty-one point five mil US per year. That's nice, isn't it? That
1: is it? that is some nice money. It is. And I've he can't
2: d- and he doesn't do he doesn't do Fridays. He records two shows on Thursdays. Yes. Oh really? Because he can't do Fridays and they had that beautiful takeoff of that with Krusty. You know, not wanting to do, when he was embracing his Jewish roots, not wanting to do a show on Saturday. And uh, and they said, you could do two shows on Friday. <laughs> he said, I can't get through one show on Friday, <laughs> even with the... A... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's also like Steve Weissart, which uh, Letterman has just ripped off for his format. He has. <laughs>
1: yeah. He has that... You know,
0: when Richard Stubbs used to be funny and he would do the Friday night. Oh, remember that? Yeah, when he wasn't a freaking tool. I love that uh, we mentioned his
2: very briefly in passing a few weeks ago, but I love that Andrew O'Keefe has said he wants to do his own Tonight Show and has come out and said, I want to do it in the same style as Steve (laughs) Weissart. Genius. (laughs) Hey, uh, speaking of uh, crocodiles, (laughs) um, authorities in Queensland are looking into the slaughter of a dozen or so stingrays. Oh, Mm. my God. God.
0: Well, do, we, do we just live in the stupidest country? Have they actually been slaughtered, or were they? did they just have their barbs chopped off? No, 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 they were slaughtered. Okay. With their barbs missing, though. Uh,
2: I didn't hear about the barbs. I, I, d- I just heard that they were slaughtered.
1: You got one of ours, we'll get ten of yours, yeah. Rays! I've, that's I've, just are you terrible. the one
2: that took out Steve? <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, of all, of all the things that would have horrified Steve Irwin, that's... That's probably uh, that's ridiculous. It, you couldn't get much worse than that. Uh also, uh for those it, it's probably too late by this stage by the time you're hearing this, but for those who uh who wanted to pay their respects and can't get up to Australia Farm in Queensland or no Sun Sun Stadium or wherever it's being, wherever it's being held, they're broadcasting the Steve Irwins tribute on the big screens in Fed Square.
1: Oh, uh. Yeah, that's that's going to be no World Cup.
2: That's so
0: clumsy. <laughs> it
2: is, isn't it? Mm.
1: That's that's no World Cup. Hey, I want three news items about Channel 9. Go!
0: Uh, Richard Wilkins has been appointed 9 Network Entertainment Editor. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't mean that he's going to be leaving our screens.
2: No, oh, it means he's going to be pity. on the
1: more.
0: That, that yes.
2: Hey, uh, Channel 9 News are now podcasting.
1: Yes, interesting thing.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: they started podcasting last Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Almost instantly, their uh, rating went up on the iTunes Music Store. Mm -hmm. Went up to three or two. Couldn't beat The Chaser. Mm -hmm. No one can touch that show on the iTunes Music Store. Right. But uh, went past Rove, went past Real Stories, went past Ricky Gervais.
0: Surely it's going to after this Friday. Because Chaser's finishing up for the year on Friday.
1: Yeah, but they. No, last Friday. They did, yes. Last Friday. And still, it's number one. Well. Still. Uh,. And so it raced up there, and then the next day uh, couldn't be seen anywhere in the top twenty.
2: Wow, that's interesting. Did what? What day? So that was the Monday that it started. That I think, it was. That it went up. I there? think it
1: it went up over Monday and Tuesday, and then by Wednesday it wasn't there at all.
2: Okay, I'm wondering if it was news related. You know that old cliche that when something happens, people turn into tune into Channel Nine News.
1: Except this is based on subscription rates. Yeah. So it really means that people had lots of people had subscribed to see what it was like, and then realised, "Nah, I'm not going to be downloading it's, this."
2: It's just the news.
0: Where are the jokes?
1: Yeah. Where's
2: the pork?
0: <laughs> but is it is it sign ups or subscriptions that continue? Uh, it's only sign ups, isn't it? I think it's just sign ups. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Hmm. So as people cancel their subscriptions, that number goes down.
0: Hmm. No, 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 no. They just click. They just count the sign ups. Because uh, uh, our friends Alex and and what's it Kevin Rose were talking back in the day when you could just keep on clicking yeah, on the subscribe. Yeah, but they've changed that. Okay,
1: they've changed that. So, uh, it must so be iTunes
0: else. is now actually tracking what you're doing. Uh, so iTunes is now spyware. You don't have to use iTunes though. You can go no, to. No, I don't know how you got that. You can you can well <laughs> if they're tracking that you still subscribe to it, then they're tracking your use. You don't have to subscribe through iTunes. You can go to news.9msn.com.au slash podcast slash 9 news now slash video.
1: No, all they have to do is minus the unsubscriptions from the total subscriptions. They don't have to track anything. Yes, they they do. No, they don't. Okay, you subscribe. Click. You've subscribed. I go, okay, that's one subscriber. But
0: they know know where that request has come from.
1: It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. And then... Ross unsubscribes.
2: I am am thinking of unsubscribing right about now.
1: (laughs) The total net net subscription is zero. That's how that that works. They don't have to track it. You've got conspiracy theories. Talking about
0: Channel 9. Yes, please. The 9 Network has approached media buyers to back its plans to integrate big advertisers into at least a dozen of its local TV shows for 2007. Director of network sales, Peter Wiltshire says, this is more than just product replacement. Uh, product placement. That's a fairly one-dimensional approach to any integrated content play. These are major initiatives. And then doesn't say anything more about it.
1: No, and no. lastly in the news... <laughs> you don't care about that? <laughs> I don't care about that. Uh, lastly, So I'm can... going to
0: say McLeod's daughter's... Maybe maybe super's running through. No, I, I How had, much do I, I have had, to say I don't care about I that? I thought it was McDonald's daughter's... Next week.
1: Next oh, year. Yes. Old McDonald's daughters, because he had a farm <laughs> um, and now they're running it. Ah, right. EIO. <laughs> D- oh, I had a song. I'm, I'm not going to do it, though. <laughs> uh, lastly, in the news, Uncle Toby's are told to get real according to the age. Uh, the National Consumer Watchdog, Australian Competition and Consumer Commission yesterday said that Uncle Toby's had to ditch their real flu- real fruit slogan. ...on its roll-up products because the claim was misleading consumers. Uh, They said that the food manufacturer could not claim the children's snack products contained 65% real fruit... ...and therefore were not real fruit flat out. Apparently the ad also showed... uh, There were advertisements that showed an apple being flattened to become a roll-up. And that was also misleading so
0: what was the percentage <laughs> of fruit and what is the major component of roll ups uh,
1: they, they contain 65% real fruit but they can't say that it is real fruit they can't say that it is 100% real fruit because it's not ah. it's 65% real fruit okay. and 35% cartilage and snot <laughs> Or so is my understanding. Lips and
0: assholes, I think, is the term. Uh, Welcome, Gra- Gra- Uncle, San- Uncle
2: Toby's is our new
0: sponsor.
1: <laughs> Graham Samuel said, uh, fruit creates the impression that the product itself is healthy and that there are nutrient benefits, but if, in fact, that is not true, then they fall out of the Trade Practices Act. Nestle, which acquired the Uncle Toby's brand in July, said Rollers packaging had been changed in May and that TV advert was no longer running.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that is the box cutters' News. In the beginning, there was nothing, and God created everything.
2: He made man and beast. One day, man came across a chicken, and he said, I can use this. And thus our rating system was born. It might be convoluted, it might make no sense, but it's the only system we've got, damn it.
1: Ratings. Better than nothing, but only just. See, I don't even know if it is better than nothing.
2: You don't know if it is better than nothing. I,
1: I, maybe if we had nothing, then it would just be word of mouth. Maybe people would just think, "Yeah, yes, this this show's going really well." Yeah, it's only better than nothing for the advertisers, really. Yeah, I guess for so. for for us poor schmoes watching TV, mm. yeah, it's not better than nothing.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: And that's ratings for another week. No, <laughs> Brett Crockley with some ratings.
0: Yeah, just, uh, I grabbed the figures uh, before coming in. Hey, uh, the Crocodile Hunter was number nine. Uh, <gasps> the tribute to Steve Irwin, which is last Wednesday night. Yes. Uh, number one, f- number nine for all of last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one? Which tribute?
1: The Channel 9 one. The, the Channel, Channel 7 9. one didn't hardly rate at all.
0: No, no, no. No, no. In fact, I'm wrong. I'm, I haven't made notes on this. The Channel 7 one was number two for the mm. week. Oh,
2: really? Just after border security. It was after border security. Oh, right. Good lead-in. Uh,
0: thank you, You're Here returns, number six for the entire week. Um, but but last night got trumped by House. House. Which was apparently a very good episode. I look How forward you to watching God it. How
1: Thank God You're Here be trumped by House?
0: It was a new House?
1: Uh, no, yeah, no,
2: no, but... Trumped as in our House took over being number one. From, oh, okay. From Thank God you're you
1: Here. I, you... I thought you meant that House beat Thank God you're here, but they're on the same network. I couldn't work out what you were talking about.
2: Josh thought you th- that the you were night. saying that they were up against each other. No.
1: Right, for the night. Sorry. Last night being Wednesday night.
0: And I'm, I'm just looking for this thing. Uh, Channel 9 had a special over the week. What was it? Steve Irwin. Oh, the fat people thing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fat debate. From, the Great Weight from, Debate. last Just over half a
0: million Last night. Just over half a mil. mil. Really? Watched it Nationally. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah.
1: Uh, that's the same figures that David Tench is getting.
2: Yeah. I, I actually wanted to bring this up. Really? At, at, well, that, the, at, the, risk of, at the risk of upsetting Brett because he did get quite no, 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 passionate no. about it last week.
1: He loves Tench. He's, ooh, he's a cartoon, but he talks to people.
2: Tench is rating... I've never said that. ...just over half a million. This week... When it goes to air, I predict it will fall below the half million mark. Yep. How long can Channel 10 sustain showing it for? Uh, well,
0: 10, uh, how does it go in its own demographic? I don't
2: okay, have, I, it, I don't you know have the demographic at figures those, for it.
1: At those figures, it, it doesn't really matter.
2: It's uh, also... Uh, uh, it doesn't. G-
1: when, it's, when it's scoring so low that it's doing half a million nationally... Uh, when it gets down to their demographic it's it's still going to be tiny.
2: Ronnie Johns not doing much better either. It's just over the half million mark. They're well.
1: raving about Ronnie Johns.
2: Who's who's raving John's about? Johnson. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's what they yeah, do. Yeah,
1: but they they're also they're also raving about uh what's that shit show? The Wedge. Mm. and you know, that's the Wedge is bringing down their entire Tuesday night, I would think.
2: Yeah. You'd think so. Hey uh But Futurama's doing good. We, yeah, yeah, and uh, then the
1: wedge comes on and people turn off We in droves.
2: Speculated last week that the fight between uh David Tench and Australian Celeb Survivor Australian it's not Celeb Celebrity Su- Okay. Australian <laughs> Loser Survivor. Loser Survivor. <laughs> uh loser Survivor rating just under a million. So not doing great either but yeah, about twice the figures of Tench. Oh,
0: that's getting shunted back to seven thirty next week, I think. Oh, is it? Well, we, yeah, we, up we, against footy stuff, Brownlow maybe.
2: Radio. Well, we were speculating that uh, the big winner out of this would be Five Men, when in actual fact Five Men is rating below the million as well. And the well, big so winner, <laughs> the big winner last week was a documentary on Channel Two called "Who Killed Doctor Boyle and Mrs Chandler?" Yeah, that's right. And that won the night. Yeah, And I think that's, I, I could be wrong. I write, still th- write your letters to me, but I think it's because people just go, I don't want to watch Survivor. I don't want to watch Tench. I don't want to watch Five Men.
1: And, ooh, there's a murder mystery on Channel, t- on channel 2. Hey, there's another a, channel. A,
0: a true, <laughs> true life murder mystery. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so
1: that was a big yeah. shock
0: to see but that. But it, it does actually up. give me some hope for the Australian TV audience. And maybe we can see some more intelligence like that from the people with the chickens. Did, did you watch it? I haven't yet. Did you tape it? I taped it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Excellent.
2: Well, yeah, let us I, I let us know what it. it's let us know what it's like in about six weeks.
1: <laughs> yes. It, it has been an interesting week in ratings. Hi, I'm Josie Pirelli from Chart Busting Eighties, and you're listening to the guys on Box Cutters. About five years ago, this week, uh, I don't know. West Wing was on television. Uh, No, no, it was taking
0: a holiday. And in fact, they came back specially for one program to talk about. uh, No,
1: no, no, not in Australia it wasn't. It it
2: was screening here when the actual event happened. When the actual event
1: happened. We're we're talking, of course, about the events of 9-11. Which, obviously,
2: it goes without saying, are a huge tragedy. It was horrendous evil. That shouldn't have happened. Thousands of people died. Very sad. That having been said... Well... It happened... Five years ago now. Yes. It didn't happen in this country. No. I am so sick of the television getting taken over for it every year this year we had 9-11 in plain sight the path to 9-11 part one the path to 9-11 part two the secret history of 9-11 parts one and two we had stories on the news we had stories on a current affair we had stories on four corners we had reenactments we had docos we had movies we had presidential addresses enough is enough it's beginning to be a lot like christmas in well, a, something that you just have to endure every year. I think that soon it's going to start in late July and
0: end in about October. No, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It, it won't be like this until the 10th anniversary. It's all past us now. We're over the hump. It's clear sailing now for, for most of the next five years. Well, yeah. see, I reckon I don't, it gets don't worse know, every Brett, year.
1: Because we, are still, we as a nation are still involved in a war that... Uh, in some situations, is what is country are we
0: fighting, Josh?
1: Iraq. We're okay, fighting insurgents so in Iraq.
0: But what did Iraq have to do with nine eleven? No,
1: no, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. There were reasons given. So
0: I think a lot of it has to given do at the time. I think a lot of it has to do with the culture of fear that's been inspired by the politicians. Well, this is what I'm
1: getting. To. Use it. Usurper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see you going there.
1: <laughs> what were you saying, Josh? Uh, he said it already. Oh, he said the, it already. The, we're, we're, still, we're still fighting this war and there still needs to be a lot of talk about it to try to justify mm. why uh, why our soldiers are in the firing lines. But
0: Interestingly, uh, the path to 9-11 came, up, came under a lot of fire in the US mm-hmm. because of factual... Well, because of lies, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Saying let's, that, let's call
1: them factual inaccuracies. <laughs> saying,
0: saying that when Clinton was in power, uh, the CIA had... Uh, bin Laden in their sights and could have taken him out at that point they didn't get the the kill order and it and were saying that it could could all have been averted at that point and that was just
2: in a plain the, uh, fallacy
0: in the Oliver North
2: trial Oliver yes. North was getting uh grilled by uh by um what's his name the vice president Al Gore yes, and Al Gore was saying in the iran contra. Yes. And saying, oh, why do you need such a big house and whatever? Why do you need so much money? And he said, well, I'm terrified of the most evil man in the world, Osama bin Laden. Ooh. And
1: how, how does a big house I don't know. Save, save him from, I don't from know. that? Oliver North. He was a bit, yeah. he was a bit loopy. <laughs> um,
2: we, my point being that we all lived through September 11. None of us are going to forget it at any time soon. And I'm not suggesting that we should forget it, but forget it with the TV. Just forget it with the saturation coverage, and if you're not going to forget it, at least just limit it to the day. Just have it on September 11th. Don't have it in the week before and the week after. It's just it drives me nuts. Well, some
0: will say that we should never
2: forget. I agree. I agree we-, we should never forget, but it's not like the Holocaust or something where we're trying to educate and remind people who, like ourselves, who weren't around at the time and need to learn it, we remember it. It's you know it's, and, it's like and it 's like it happened five these, minutes ago, and these but shows,
1: it's also, and these shows are nothing but an exploitation of fear and tragedy
0: but also clearly they 're going to be good writers
1: mm. Mm, yeah,
0: but so, so it's it 's just about the the advertising dollars yeah um, but uh, on a side note, talking about politicians 9 nine eleven Michael Danby wants channel ten 's programming director sacked uh, in relation to their screening of nine eleven in plain sight. Uh, Plane, spelt. P-L-A-N-E. aeroplane. Which y- questioned y- whether a hijacked airliner really hit the Pentagon at all. Uh, Mr. Damby said, September 11 victims had been killed twice, once by the terrorists and once by ten. It's a oh, great quote.
1: You know what, he is, he is my sitting member. Yep. And oh, is he right. the only yeah.
0: Jewish member in federal government?
1: Yeah, but still... The, Regardless of my religion and his religion, he's also the member for where I live. Yes. And, uh, and uh, it's you know what? Some of the things that come out of his mouth are just extraordinarily ridiculous. And I know that he means well. And I've, I've met him. And he's quite an intelligent man. And to speak to him, you understand why he's a politician. He just has that demeanour. But... Uh, the things that come out of that man's mouth are just ridiculous. Mm. Absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Uh, so, no. Michael Danby? Yes. No, they haven't been killed by I've actually...
2: No. <laughs> did, did, either of you, uh, did either of you see any of this documentary? No. You know that it's going to be credible when... I they, didn't uh, even know it was on. ...when the name of the documentary is a pun. Oh, yeah. You know that it's going to be a great show, but... Uh, it, it was basically lots of really slowed down footage of the planes going into the buildings to say, "Oh, you see that flash that happens there? Clearly, it was bombs going off." And did I they have? Know, did they have
0: freeze frames showing the devil's face in the smoke? <laughs> and did they? Did they have like uh, they the, may have? I, did they I have those like sketchy, much. sketchy little distance shots which had the the little UFOs? That were and going along and the smoke. did they? They and played did they it backwards have... and it said, "All
1: Americans must die." And did they have? The manifest of the flight that was supposed to have gone into the Pentagon, and then follow up on where those humans are now.
2: No, (laughs) it didn't. But it did say that uh, you know there was somebody on the street who was interviewed who said it didn't look like it had any windows, and that was like their proof that it was a a military plane. It was it was all that sort of thing. It was just but it was saying it just did have winch.
0: See, so there are so many conspiracies about it all. Well, this was all of them just just rolled into one. But they were saying it was a plane because some conspiracy theories say that it was actually a missile and there was no damage on the size of the no, wings no, were no. taken out it, on the this Pentagon. This was
2: saying that it, it, was a, yeah, it was a missile going into the Pentagon and it was a plane going into the World Trade Center with a missile strapped underneath. Anybody who's ever done any work with a video knows that if you slow it down enough things don't look like what they yeah. look like, especially on impact of something. And this was... I mean, the September 11 footage of the planes the, going into the buildings, it's not the best quality footage anyway. So it's zoomed in, slowed down. It's
1: it and was the, just ridiculous. And the mere idea that people can base a television show around uh, th- this idea that terrorists who could only get box cutters... Mm. Was, oh, that's a good name for a sure. show. Uh, onto onto a flight, they couldn't get knives, they couldn't get guns, they couldn't get anything else onto a flight. They could get, essentially, Stanley knives. Mm-hmm. Onto their flight are also able to attach a missile to the bottom of a commercial flight.
2: No, no, because it was all conspiracy. It was, it was it all wasn't government. A comp- it
0: was all government.
1: Oh. So it, oh, wasn't, well it wasn't then. then. And uh, so That so, puts so, my mind at rest. Mind so, so the
0: guys with the box cutters were just the Lee Harvey Oswalds.
2: Yes. Mind you, this was September 11 in plain sight, the director's cut. Uh. Special. Mm, which had extra footage that apparently we didn't see last year and hopefully we won't see next year.
1: Uh, I think maybe it should have been uh, renamed the director's nuts. <laughs> That's enough talking about that.
0: <laughs> Are you one of those that follows... <laughs> follows the ads? Pepsi is putting toke into their... I talk as
1: much as I want. Got the sly look. Sly look. Hello,
0: this is Ricardo Montalvo. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July. Go down
1: on you. A whole you. jury...
0: I've got. I I'd, I'd found this great footage of uh, some Orson Welles bloopers uh, advertised for an ad- advertisement for some French champagne, where he's just off his tits, pissed. Uh, which I might uh, I'll post like it for. Yeah, that yep. that would
1: be great. Fantastic. Oh, I love Orson Welles and all the terrible things he did, but also <laughs> great filmmaker. A lot of respect. Yeah, probably a little hard done by. I don't buy it, Ross. <laughs> no, I'll. Uh, uh, all right, there's, there is an ad on at the moment where this woman is going through her daily activities and everywhere she goes, there is also a snowman.
2: So she's out of the snow?
1: No, oh. she's not. Oh. She's inside her kitchen chopping up vegetables. The snowman pulls out his carrot nose and offers it to her. I'm
0: glad you said nose there.
1: (laughs) Uh, She's uh, you know at the theatre and the the snowman is sitting next to her. She's uh, at a nightclub. At a nightclub and the snowman is holding her handbag. She's got a cold and the snowman hands her a tissue. Meanwhile, the snowman has icicles on his carrot nose that looks like a bit of snot. Maybe that could use a wipe as well. And then at one point the snowman offers her Eclipse chewing gum because the freshness follows you like a stalking <laughs> snowman.
2: Wow. In fairness, the snowman's really not stalking.
1: No. It, no. It, it's, but it, 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 it's, it's, it's creepy. At
2: worst, it's an acquaintance.
1: Has anyone seen Jack Frost? <laughs> That's creepy. That is a creepy, <laughs> creepy ad.
2: The, the scene in a nightclub is clearly the most ridiculous. Yeah. Anybody who's ever been in a nightclub knows that a snowman wouldn't last two seconds.
1: No, no, that's just, yeah. Clearly, that's the most unbelievable. <laughs> <for adult. laughs> clearly, it'd just be oh, a puddle man. of water. So, is it has it got stick arms? It's got stick arms and a hat. So, how does it hold the buttons. eclipse?
0: How does it hold the chewing gum to offer it and the, the tissue? I, I guess the tissue could just be draped over it, but yeah, and so how would and it hold the, the, packet? the, the, the packet? They do Eclipses. a lot of
1: medium shots too, not yeah. so many close-ups. So it's like it's like Skippy. You know, Skippy was a real kangaroo, but then you didn't actually see Skippy's real paws playing the piano. Yeah, It was a guy with, with paws. So it's not the same. Hey, hey, mission. hey. What are you oh, saying? shit, sorry. Mm. Sorry. It was Skippy. <laughs> 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 Santa Claus
0: is made up too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: Don't tell Fry. <laughs> no, he listens <laughs> to these
2: podcasts. <gasps> oh, he's going to figure it out. My wife's going to kill me if she thinks I've ruined that for him already. And so
1: they, uh, they do the same thing with the snowman. It's not the snowman's actual hands. It's a guy with, <laughs> with stick hands pretending to be the snowman. You
2: only knew that because it says down the bottom, reenactment.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like that scene from, uh, from uh, Edward Scissorhands with the, the twigs taped around his wrists.
1: Yeah, no, it's not like that at all. This is a snowman, Brad. It's a snowman. It's not He's Johnny not a, a head su- man. No, it's not a Johnny Depp in a suit. It wasn't created by Vincent Price. Nothing like that at all. Uh, someone else needs to not buy something because otherwise the title of I Don't Buy Them doesn't work. I Don't work. Buy
2: Them. Well, I've got an ad that I haven't bought for a while and I'm hoping that the two of you would explain to me what's going on. There's a, uh, a sexy-looking housewife. And she blows a kiss to the camera, mm-hmm. and then she starts doing a uh, kind of dance strip tease kind of number, and she's just obviously Does she take off clothes. yeah, that's what a strip tease is. I thought <laughs> is there any other kind of? Strip well, tease you know fam- family yeah. viewing
1: advertising no kind. no, no, she takes off her clothes.: yeah there is there's there's if you're taking the paint off a wall <laughs> you're not teasing it oh you're taking a little bit of it off okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, but, yeah, she's obviously in her home. She's uh, she's getting out of what looks like gym gear. Cut to an office where a stunned-looking office worker is staring bug-eyed into a video mobile phone. Then there's a bit of a noise, and he quickly puts the phone down and acts casual, and a dorky-looking co-worker comes and sits down in front of where he just put the phone. And the, uh, the cooler of the two, who was just looking at the woman undress, says your wife called
0: on the video phone and then a, a, it was, a graphic it was, comes up and it was like says, a bum call
2: a, a graphic comes up and says here our uh, here messages come on video what? please explain <laughs>
1: here as in
2: yeah, no, no, here as in where we are as in where they are in his fancy office that has stripping wires. And what's,
1: and what's it an ad for? Three? Motorola.
2: Oh, three and Motorola, I think. Right. Now, what I don't get is the guy says, your wife called, meaning that it, when the dorky guy looks at the phone and he will see the message that it's the strip tease, he'll know that his co-workers looked at it.
1: No, I think he's looking, maybe he's looking at someone who isn't his wife. And so his wife was calling on another phone.
2: No, 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 no. While well, his woman... mistress was... <laughs> no, this stripping woman's so, definitely meant to be... Really? Yeah. Definitely meant saying, to be the dorky guy's wife.
1: Isn't saying that with three, it's a lot easier to have affairs? <laughs> isn't that what they're saying?
2: I, I, it could be, but I don't think so. Right. I, I think they're trying to say, look, we have cool messages, and wouldn't it be cool if, if, if a woman was stripping and somebody else got the message, and
0: I don't want to think anymore. Are they
1: doing, so are they doing a pun on the word cum?
0: <laughs> did, did she intentionally send him that video?
1: Yeah, she sent it to the dorky
2: guy, who's her husband.
0: As an SMS? Uh, yeah. Or, or as a missed call?
2: No, no, no. As a I'm as sh- an MMS, yeah, I'm sure some kind of message for him to get. Thinking, oh, he'll be at work and he'll he'll see me stripping, and then. So then- she didn't call at all.
0: She sent him a message. <laughs> and and it's, I think what we're saying here and and if, is if Rob's- you were sitting at a desk and and a co-worker's phone was on the desk there, and a message came in, would you actually pick it up and read the message?
1: I would if I knew that his hot wife was getting a gear <laughs> off.
0: I, I think he's just rude. Either so way which one's whose route? The the buddy. Yeah. Oh, whatever. So I, called I, buddy. I don't buy
2: it. Either way, I'm I Tom Elliott here yeah. from a variety <laughs> of different media organizations. Three triple R, three AW, Channel Seven, Mornings with Kerry Ann, Inside Business on a Sunday with Alan Kohler. I like to spread myself around and so should you. Listen to the box cutters on the internet or any other media you can find them. I think it's educational, I think it's fascinating. I think you might even learn something you didn't know before. Listen to the box cutters. I always do.
1: He does. He does, he was telling me the other day, and actually no, that's a complete lie I've only seen Tom the one time he was here in the studio, I've never seen him any other time And uh, yeah. I, don't I can't, know I can't stop spot- him,
0: I, I, I wish he'd stop emailing, giving me a commentary on the freaking show every week Mm. Oh, really? Okay, yeah.
1: well, you could share those with the rest of us, Brent.
0: Well, I don't want to... He just goes on about how bad you guys are. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, screw him. Hey, if oh, you want to... Uh, man,
0: I was trying to spare your feelings. <laughs> Sorry. If, uh,
1: if, if you want to email us and talk about how good Ross and I are, <laughs> send your emails to hooray at boxcutters.net.
0: That's the
2: address. Did uh, either of you guys happen to catch Al Gore? On uh, enough rope
1: yes, on Monday night. He was
0: excellent. No, you... I
1: I meant to, but I'd already seen him a couple of weeks ago on uh, on the Daily Show and thought, well, I can't get better than that. Okay, that's but fair enough. I, I respect. Oh alcohol.
0: come on, Andrew Denton's like as, as far as the depth of his interviews go, are, are much better than than John Stewart. Oh, John yeah. Stewart's excellent. He's funny. He's awesome. But Denton goes deeper. Mm. Oh yeah.
1: And, but I, mm. you know what? I respect alcohol quite a lot, and I'd rather read his books. Yeah, yeah. I've really was, I've really gone off enough rope. I don't know why that is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not a big. I did I did a long time ago, uh,
0: but mm. I was typing two other things, so I wanted to watch it. More.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I I thought it was quite good, and I yeah I wouldn't usually watch enough rope, but uh, I too I'm interested in El Gore so I thought I'd I'd give it a watch, and I thought that was interesting. And then uh, I can't remember if it was later that night or the next night. I thought I'll uh, I'll get a bit of balance to this argument. I might see the other side. And so I noticed that Penn and Teller, Mm. with their bullshit show, Mm -hmm. were doing environmentalism.
1: You know you're just building yourself up for extreme disappointment when you... (laughs) Well, (laughs) I
2: I have to apologise because we have talked about Penn and Teller on this show before, but I'm...
0: Can I give you a heads up, if you're a fan? It's finishing. It's being replaced.
1: Who the hell is a fan of that (laughs) show? The show is bullshit.
0: The Channel 9 are re airing Band of Brothers. From September 26th. Oh, see, oh, okay. that
1: I'd like to watch. Yep.
0: Mm.
1: Well, basically,
2: uh, basically, Penn and Teller's kind of take on everything was, well, Penn's take. I don't know what Teller does on the show.
1: He does he occasional does, magic tricks during he stands segues. stands
2: and he does kind of useless visual aids. You know, Penn will say, oh, because money doesn't grow on trees. And Teller will find some money growing on trees. Or not find it, as the case may
1: be. Well, that's humour. Yeah, no, I, no, it's not. It's shit, as in bull, <laughs> so, as in that show.
2: So they—they basically, uh, th- his pen's take was that all environmentalists are stupid, <laughs> and uh, and he he highlighted this uh, in a number of ways. One was through uh, editing. He edited together <laughs> all inarticulate takes of people trying to defend uh, their environmental ways. Uh, in one case, uh, one of the women asked if she could redo it, and they said, "Sure, you can redo it." but they showed the crap take anyway. Right. Uh, he, he was doing a lot of freeze frame criticism, but it wasn't constructive criticism. Uh, one of the uh, environmentalists would say something and he would freeze it. And in a voiceover, he'd go, that's
1: bullshit. You're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. Ooh, a fine argument, pen.
2: Yeah, yeah, very much so. And uh, he had experts from both sides, but, uh, you know, he'd have his expert saying his point and then pause that and in the voiceover, you know, oh, what do you have to say for that, about that, professor? Speaking to the other expert Mm. and then cut in a bit of the other expert saying something, but with no leading question or anything. So he could have edited a bit of footage of the of the uh, environmentalists that he didn't like talking about anything, just to make them look stupid. So uh, the whole show was basically I'm smart, and you're an idiot. Yep, which uh, which seems to be the uh, which seems to be the whole, the way the whole uh, the whole show goes. The whole series of well, shows. Well, that's, that's goes. also
1: the the basis of every single show on the Fox News network.
2: Yes, yes, that's true. Uh, and uh, they did a hilarious bit where they uh, they. We'd had a petition. They were getting all these environmentalists to sign this petition. It was a petition to ban water, but they used confusing scientific terms so that nobody wouldn't actually know, and then they'd expose them and say, ha-ha, you <laughs> just signed a petition to ban <laughs> water. Aren't, oh! aren't you an idiot? Now, the thing that...
1: Oh, the mirth.
2: <laughs> the thing that kind of uh, got to me about this was he probably had a few good points about uh, about environmentalists and... the. Buried beneath all this bullshit, you know, there was uh, interesting stuff about how the uh, anti-globalisation people have re- pretty much just taken over all environmental Australies, and uh, how environmentalism is pretty much a middle-class guilt thing, and it tends to be wealthier people and wealthier countries that that harp on about it. But that was all lost under the hysterical, hyperbolic ranting. And it's really very gutless too, because he's not going out and confronting any of these people and saying, "Oh, you think this? You think that? That's all wrong." He's doing it from the safety of the studio.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's that's why it's it's a terrible show. And I'm sure there are points against, like there are, you know, some credible points against what Al Gore is saying at the moment. Mm. Uh, but I haven't heard any yet, mm. and I'm still waiting. To yep. hear them. And this was a perfect opportunity for someone who clearly doesn't believe in that, that stuff to, to mm. do that. And
0: I thought I thought little Johnny's counter was uh, compelling. <laughs> yeah. If If we sign Kyoto, then jobs will go to China.
1: Mm. Ah, as opposed to now where jobs are going to India.
2: Mm.
1: Yes, I see. But,
2: uh, yeah, at the risk of editorialising, Penn & Teller is just complete shit and should get off my screen. If, if you want to watch it, you've got one more chance. You don't I'm really need I, oh, exactly <laughs> <three tô> <laughs> I was going to
1: Quotes. Quotes this week come from well it's just one quote comes from Rockstar Supernova where they said awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, shows was, was that probably. in response to them losing the name?
1: No, no, that was... The judge says, you can no longer be rockstar supernova. I think...
2: Awesome! I don't, don't they
1: always say that? Yeah, on Wednesday night, though, uh, Wednesday night, which is the second last night of, of the show, uh, they said awesome something like 20 times. Really? They really... It, it's, they have no other... And the thing is, the word awesome means respectful fear, or fearfully respectful. Uh, you know, something along those lines. None of those performances invoke those particular emotions. <laughs> uh, they're good. A lot of them are really good. Very few of them are actually awesome.
0: But it's just part of the slang that the young people of 1980 you know were what? using. <laughs> because the- <laughs> how, how, how old is Tommy Lee? Isn't he like 44 or something?
1: Get them a thesaurus. It should be called Rockstar Thesaurus Nova.
0: But that's not cool, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I,
2: I would like that. That would be a good reality show. <laughs> I Any thought Quest was going those... for ten seconds. <laughs> Any one of those musicians with a thesaurus. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A reality show. New hey, shows. new shows. Monday night we've spoken a bit about it. The Apprentice. It's returning to our <gasps> screens. We Excellent. Speculated that it wouldn't. This is uh, this is series five. So, so I believe. Two series behind. No, they're just about to go into series six in the states. So we're only. If they weren't about to start this new one, we'd be up to date, right. essentially. Uh, I don't think this is the one where they've gone to LA yet. I think this is still set in New York. But yeah, I, that's right. But I could, be, uh, I could be mistaken about that. That's going to air at the dynamic time of 11.30s. No! On a Monday night. No! Yeah. Really? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, well I, I think I'm I'm fairly average audience and it doesn't really excite me. Mm.
1: I see. I would still watch it.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll still watch it. And uh, the first episode's called Summer of Sams, which I assume has something to do with Sam from the first series. So that, that ah. would be good. Uh, also on Wednesday night mm-hmm. in the big uh, nine thirty to eleven thirty double, Channel Nine have screened uh, uh, have programmed to screen Rome at nine thirty. Yes. finally, followed by New Sopranos
1: at long last.
2: So a good HBO at double eleven thirty. Sorry?
0: At 11.30.
2: At 11.30?
1: No, between 9.30 and 11.30. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. Rome's so, going to be so at an 9.30. So an hour of run. Sorry, I thought you were saying
0: yep, Rome
2: no, was
1: two no. hours. And then uh, a heavily cut Sopranos. <laughs> I'm guessing a heavily cut Rome as well. well why
2: would you say heavily cut Sopranos? Because they haven't cut Sopranos in the past,
1: have they? Mm, yeah, they yes, have. Yes, they have. The thing is, a Sopranos a episode... A Sopranos episode runs about 50 to 55 minutes. Yes. And Channel 9 have this, this is 48 scheduled, minutes to...
2: This is scheduled to run from... Ten thirty till twenty
0: to twelve.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So maybe not, maybe not so cut, or maybe, maybe not cut that much. Yeah, but they have they have cut bits out in the past. Yes,
0: yeah. okay, but not okay. for language or anything. No, no, no,
1: no just, just for, for time. time. Yeah, which always, I think is worse.
2: Always, yeah, always a good way to cut it. And Thursday night uh, sees the premiere of Jericho here. Yes, just mere hours after it goes to air which in I'm the really, states. I'm really so, excited uh, about. Yeah, that should be. So what?
1: What time is that?
2: That's on at nine thirty. Following uh, tench. tench and uh, Ronnie Johns, so it'll be interesting to see. Well, it'll it'll have
0: a good running start then. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I mm. can. I suggest people watch it because uh, this is a, an amazing, an amazing event for Australian television to get something so soon after it's aired without it even piloting in the states properly,
2: mm-hmm. without uh, having to go via torrent.
1: Yeah, I, I think we should support it as much as possible. If you've got a chicken at home, sit it down, make it watch.
0: Yeah, yep. and it's going to save me from uh, documentaries about hunk boots. <laughs> hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters, pod, cast, done. Pork is on the table. You'll slicing tape
2: it. you'll tape the Ugbo documentary.
0: No. No, actually. You I, will. I, you'll I, saved, tape it. I saved the hour of tape. I set uh, the video to the hour later. Can't think oh, what I was on. Okay. But, uh, the second part of the, the Rome um doco. Okay.
1: Mm. Yep. Mm. Slicing up pork. Ross, you had a slicing question for pork. me that we were gonna to... I
2: did have a question for you. Now I uh, it's good that we have an expert on rock star supernova like yourself, rock star pending, because yes. you can You've been watching it all. Now this this came second or third hand to me, but I heard that the Australian guy Tony
1: Toby Toby Rand
2: or yep. something Toby Rand had written on his chest E V S yes, as in Ridden. four EVs.
1: Which oh, What Whatevs? Is it whatevs or whatevs? It was fourevs? it was whatev- Well, no, he just had evs. Yes, but, written on his chest. But it's, and, okay, it's this short This is for whatevs. This is, this is the word. This is this is, is the way it happened.
2: A, which is apparently a very famous Australian. No, in fact, Melbourne. Melbourne saying.
1: saying. Okay, this is this is the way it happened. He was singing a song and he wanted to make an impact in the song and ripped his shirt off. And this is uh, going back about four or five weeks. Right, he ripped his shirt off. And, uh, and on his chest had written E-V-S.
2: Right. So it was very spontaneous.
1: Well, clearly not. Uh, the, uh, at, at the end of that song, Supernova asks him, say, you know, as a group, because I can't remember who exactly it was, <laughs> you've got to tell me, what, what does E-V-S stand for? That's and, awesome. And he says, Evs. It's uh, it's something we say in Melbourne. It just means whatever. And
2: okay, now we're recording this in Melbourne, so yes. we're three Melbourne boys through I and have, through. I have, have you never, ever heard it?
1: I've never heard it.
0: How old is he? Have you ever he's,
1: heard it? He's uh, you know twenty five. Say, so. the I've never heard it. I had the opportunity today to speak to somebody who knows him. Yes. Uh, and uh, went out with the guitarist in his former band. Yes. I asked her if she had ever heard the word Evs, thinking this is pretty close to the source. Mm -hmm. She'd never heard of it. Really? She thought it was one of the most ridiculous things she has (laughs) ever heard in her life. No one has heard of it. That, however, has not stopped people in the audience... Are writing the word Evs The girls are writing Evs on their hands And holding them up to Toby while he's on stage
2: Apparently now, it's caught on over there it's, Apparently it's caught on People, people are saying
1: Evs And this is this comes as part of my Now, the, uh, the final has still not aired At this point Has still not aired in Australia In Australia I have managed very successfully to stay away from Knowing who wins My... Prediction is that Toby will win mm-hmm. because Magny is too talented. Mm-hmm. Lucas is just way too emo. Delana is too unstable. So just through process of elimination, it's got to be Toby. Plus, what The fact that he could write evs. It's not what evs, Ross. It's just clearly, evs. clearly <laughs> you're from Brisbane or somewhere. <laughs> <coughs> the fact that there yeah, you Bevan. <laughs> The fact that he could <laughs> write that on his chest and it not be ignored, but in fact be taken up by the screaming fans, I mean, that's the person that you want didn't, to front Didn't your...
2: Didn't work for Sarah Marie. Remember when and Sarah Marie was on Big Brother? Remember how popular the bum dance was? Yeah,
1: but she wasn't going to be the lead singer of the band.
2: Twenties
0: are still doing the bum
2: dance. Exactly. That's my point. That's my point. And she didn't win Big Brother.
1: Yeah, but that was, that was purely by human vote. This is not human vote. Uh, in fact, hear and vote has very little to do with who's going to. This is by
2: you're not right for our band. Band in excess supernova pending. pending. Awesome.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're just not right for our band. Rockstar in excess supernova pending. Awesome. Hey, uh, it's going to catch
2: on. I just uh, Evs. I didn't. I didn't quickly. I just quickly wanted to talk to you guys about Quiz Monkey. Yes. I I didn't realize the true evilness of this show. I mean, we've been talking about it for a few weeks. We, uh, I believe, uh, were the first people talking about it and complaining about it. But Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't realize the the true extent of its evil ways. I was watching it the other night and they had doubles as in a word that goes with double. Double entendre. Double blank. Double. Double 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 dragon. Double dip. Double dragon. And this one was a golf term. That was the first clue. Double bogey. And then they gave another clue that it was double and it started with B. Then they gave all the letters but one. And this is the whole time, well, spruiking people to call in, but not actually taking any calls. (gasps) Really? So that's... I, 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 I just thought it was kind of like the Channel 10 one where they just had a bunch of nitwits ringing up and nobody actually knew the answers. But they're actually sprugging people, getting them to call, making it impossibly easy so that more and more people call. So people think, oh, my God, of course, it's double bogey. I'm going to ring straight away. Don't necessarily get through. They only take one call every half an hour.
0: I thought you were going to say... No, 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 no. Say it, it depends on what time of the night it was.
1: I thought you were going to say that they, the they turned it into double birdie. Which is an eagle? So clearly, yeah, you know, that would be wrong. Uh,
2: sometime between twelve and three, I, I I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't say any but closer get, than that.
0: You get a lot of hints as it's coming up to three o'clock because they they want to get one caller and just have the show over. But but that I, yeah. I, I'm staggered at that evilness oh, of it's, it. It's, like I, it's I'd, a complete rip off, and nobody should watch it, and definitely nobody should ring up and freaking enter. Well, I didn't realize it was that. It was
2: actually that hard to That's- to to get through. Like, I, I realized that you might not get through, but I didn't realize that they were deliberately not taking calls, making it easy and and getting people to to call up. Thinking, obviously, like I mean, if you just turn the TV on, you'd think, oh, double vergy I know it. Nobody else knows it. Nobody else is obviously calling because nobody's watching. I'm
0: gonna call you get through to the recorded message. No. I
1: wonder, think I think wonder of how
0: many thousands of calls they've got to take to actually be able to pay for the prizes that they're giving away. I wonder and that's if, how many calls they've got to take.
1: Well, mm. No, the prizes would be donated by the companies who are giving them away.
0: No, we're just talking about cash on oh, Quiz the. Cash, the, yeah. the
1: f- I, I wish they would publicise, or maybe we can get this through FOI, the actual chance you have how many calls they take so you've got a one in, I think it's blah, blah, more of a triple C
0: thing. FOI's just been uh, crippled, mm. and it's mostly about government documents. Triple mm. well, place to go.
1: Mm. Let's see if we can do that. Get the figures on that.
0: Mm. Uh, uh Star Dancers Stardancers coming back late yes. September. No, don't mention it. I've got the list. Amanda Why?
2: Keller. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on. We don't wanna we don't wanna be doing more promotion. Star dancers have enough promotion.
0: Andrew Gay is Anthony Kudafidi's Ariane Caoli. Professional chess professional chess player. <laughs> professional chess player who made her name being the
2: uh the
0: is it like the sexy chess
2: player? Yeah, it really. was in the bizarre, the, the love triangle between two chess champions. Mm. Yes,
0: Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, who's he Actor? No, I haven't Probably Fionn uh, Falconer, oh. reality, big biggest loser. Right. Uh, Gary Sweet, Carrie Armstrong, Tamsin Lewis, Tom Waterhouse.
1: Right. Good.
2: Now, not wanting to buy into <laughs> into your pork there at all. But I just wanted to say that Kerry Armstrong has just come off stage doing a year or so in a musical show.
1: Yeah, she's a dancer. She can dance.
0: But is she professionally trained?
1: Uh, what does it matter?
0: Ridiculous, ridiculous.
1: It's...
2: So is, she gonna, is, she, is Kerry Armstrong going to have a celebrity with her? Is she <laughs> dancing with Yana Vend?
1: in the In the same way that Rockstar has absolutely nothing to do with the way Humans vote. Mm-hmm. Dancing with the stars has absolutely nothing to do with talent.
2: Yeah, that's true. But I just think it's stupid to have stars, some of whom are professional dancers or who make their living from dancing professionally, up against ailsa from Home and Away.
1: Yeah, You know who I'd like to see? I'd like to see Gus Mercurio up there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because then Paul has to judge his dad. Yeah, Ooh, that's true. conflict. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a call cool, uh, if you're interested in broadcasting on TV from the satellite community television uh, thing. Uh, It goes out on satellite. Uh, Check out communitytv.com.au. I've got a document here that I'll put up on the blog. Oh, excellent. Um, Get into broadcasting and maybe do something good and become the next Rove. Hey, have you guys been uh, watching Doctor Who?
1: Yes. No.
2: What do you think? I like it. Really? I think I yep.
1: should probably try to stay home to watch it one Saturday night.
2: I really don't like the new Doctor. Really? What, really what is it don't you don't Really like don't like him. I just find he's, uh, just his whole thing, the way he plays the character. He's just too, oh, you humans, you're fantastic, and hugs them. And and mixed with Rose, who I didn't like from last series. He's no Christopher
0: Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston was fantastic. Right. They're, they're different, it? and I like both of them like as them much as each other. Okay. He wears glasses, which is weird. Hmm. I, I just, Not all the time, though. I
2: would say there's I been really of this cool. series. There's been maybe one or two good episodes.
1: Is he is he better or worse than uh, Sylvester McCoy?
2: Who? Which one was Sylvester McCoy? He wore oh, the a one hat. with the hat. Yeah. Uh, you see, yeah, it's a bit hard to compare to two way old ones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I also just quickly wanted to say a couple of weeks ago I was bemoaning the loss of John Stewart and the Daily Show from SBS's lineup. That was only for two weeks. It's back next Thursday. So thank you. did you I believe I thought, me last because week? Because
1: they were on break.
2: I don't think you said it on, on air last week. I'm pretty sure I did. No, you didn't.
1: You really? Did. Yeah, it was off air.
2: Yeah. And uh, I also wanted to say uh, happy birthday to Lucas. It's his birthday today. Oh. He's a Go uh, Lucas. he's a regular listener. Uh, but unfortunately, he often runs a bit behind. I think he's up to the shows from May, Right, so, so he'll by get the this time in a few he minutes. listens, it won't be anywhere near it. When okay.
1: Brett catches up to television, Lucas will get his birthday. <laughs> Just a
0: hint for you, and it might be it might be two thousand and seven by now. But you don't have to listen to them in order. You can go to the very latest <laughs> one.
1: That's that's true. Although there are some running gags, I want to say thank you very much to our guest. And I also want to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the bit that I pre-recorded. And I also want to say thanks very much to 3 well, R who's you did, studios. You
2: did have to get out of here quickly to, yes. to see the end of I, Rockstar Superpronover. I did. Super In promover. fact, I'm,
1: not even, I'm driving home already. Who's studios we use for recording this podcast. This has been BoxCutters episode 52. My name is Josh Canal.
0: Russ McQueen I continue to be Brett Cropley thanks for listening to Box Cutters and catch us again next week same bat time same bat channel
1: and hey let's be careful out there